it is both success and failure that builds our confidence. Not so much just failing, but how we overcome the failures, right? How we develop those skills that, you know, make us go, okay, I'm, I'm failing right now, but it's okay. I'm learning from this failure and I'm going to get better. It's about progress and not perfection. There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere, if you know where to look. That's easier said than done, especially in our fast-paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can Do, where we're navigating the new work world. Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmouth. I'm a multi-genre author. I'm a recruiter. I'm a corporate trainer and a speaker. And today I'm just delighted to have on my show a person that I have the utmost admiration and respect for. Freya Christian is a what I consider to be a multi-dimensional professional. She's a visibility and confidence coach, speaker, leader, best-selling international author, and she even has a strong background in computer technology. She works with organization that I'm a member of that where I initially met her called Women of the World Network. And she's also the founder of Chasing Happy Mondays and Confident Fempreneur Club. She has many interests. She loves to travel. She loves to hike. She loves to cook, writing and art. And she currently resides in the lovely Pleasanton, California area. She's passionate about living a well-balanced life and She empowers women, advocates small businesses. So after that incredibly long introduction, without further ado, help me introduce and welcome Freya Krishnan. Hi, everyone. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Mary Ann. And happy Monday to you. Well, thank you. Well, it's always a pleasure for me to visit with you. And I'm I'm so grateful that we, we met each other at Women of the World Network. And I've seen the great things that... Freya has done and the women that she's helped grow and expand and nurture and support. And, you know, I think in the new work world, that's a quality that so many employers now are are looking for, but entrepreneurial women need, especially because everything is changing. So Freya, tell us a little bit about how you got to be where you are and tell us about what got you to start to become who you are today. You know, a lot of it, I actually give credit to my parents. (laughs) My dad was a salesman who moved his way all the way up from being a traveling salesman all the way up to the marketing corporate world. And my mom was a teacher, but she always had side businesses, you know, side hustles. So I learned about entrepreneurship at a very young age because my parents always involved us. And they instilled in us that, you know, the value of being ambitious and driven and disciplined. And I really appreciate all of that. And I think for me, so I grew up in the Philippines, right? And I migrated here in. I think 97, when I came here and I, my bachelor's was in computer science, immediately I saw that it's very male dominated. It's a very male dominated field. So, you know, I was one of the few females in the class. So to me, like, you know, empowering women to really kind of speak up and own their voice was important to me because of that experience, right? So I actually became president of the Society of Women Engineers. And that's kind of where I kind of everything started from there. And then I I became a software engineer. That's where I started my career. 
And somewhere along the way in, in my career, realized that I, there was something missing. And I feel that I found that missing link through entrepreneurship. It's because I was able to use all of my skills that I had developed for being a software engineer and networking with different people, you know, the people skills. I was able to kind of combine that into being owning my own business. And ever since then, I've, I just loved it. And it, you know, it fulfills me. Now that I'm a coach currently, I also coach women in their businesses. I feel like I found my purpose in doing this work. Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, I, I certainly think you have. And, you know, I certainly have enjoyed all the interactions that we've had. And all the wonderful things you've done are so impressive. But the one thing I know we've talked about this before that you do, and that is you write. And I know recently you published your first anthology book with Women of the World Network. And I'm thrilled because I'm in that book with you. I published a short story too, but it's amazing, Freya. In the first 24 hours, that book got to be best-selling in seven countries. So, so tell us what your chapter is about and what inspired you to choose your recipe in the story. So yeah, thank you, Marianne. And yeah, I, I am very proud. That is my first published written piece. I've always loved writing and you've actually inspired me to kind of pick it up again. And I chose that chapter. I picked a recipe because I, I am also a foodie. I love food. Food is very important to my culture and my family. I picked a very famous Filipino recipe called lumpia, which is our version of an egg roll. And so I shared that recipe in that book, but I also shared a story of when it's more of a reflection really of when I first migrated to this country and everything was new and I was homesick and I was missing my family and I would turn to food. I would turn to cooking, really, not so much food, but more cooking for myself and for my friends to kind of ease that homesickness. And I talk a bit about how food is really one of the universal languages, right? It's something that people enjoy. I, I learn about different cultures through different types of food. So it was more of a reflection of that. And I also wanted to give just a different perspective of somebody who's come from a different country at that age and all of a sudden be put into, you know, this whole different culture and lifestyle and, and just how it was for me. But that was really the gist of my book is it was titled like it was comfort food for the homesick soul, something like that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I think, you know, the one thing that beautiful book does bring out is that there's short stories in that anthology book from people from all over the world. I think we all have our own recipe for success. But what's even more wonderful about that book is that we can share those with others. And, you know, I'm Italian. You know, food was such a big part of my heritage. And you're happy you ate and you're sad you ate. My grandmother would say, oh, eat this piece of cake, you'll feel better, you know. But I think that cooking is an art. It is an art. How wonderful that our director, Al Ballard, had this idea because I think that it is a universal art that so much of us, you know, so many of us share and, and use in our, in our daily lives. But, you know, you're so passionate about empowering women. And I wondered, Freya, how did you get that way? I mean, where did that come from? I see a lot of women who have such potential and have such, they have so much to say. They have such amazing stories. And because they feel limited or because they don't have the confidence, they don't share their stories. And it's one of my strengths, I guess, as somebody who's come from a different country, come from a different background, to step out of my comfort zone and go into being running my own business and all of that. I mean, to me, that's scary, but it's something that I was able to overcome. I see other women who are trying to do that as well. And that's what makes me 
really want to empower them to do so. So that's why I, I chose confidence and visibility as my lane. I am a business coach, but I really do focus on those two things is giving women confidence and the tools to become more visible in their business. Okay. Well, as a recruiter, as a professional recruiter, I believe that confidence in a lot of cases comes from achievement. But I also think confidence comes in some ways from failure. Because when you deal with failure and you overcome it, I think you grow a whole lot more than when you have successes. Do you agree with that, Fran? I, I completely agree with that, Mary Ann. It is both success and failure that builds our confidence. Not so much just failing, but how we overcome the failures, right? How we develop those skills that, you know, make us go, okay, I'm I'm failing right now, but it's okay. I'm learning from this failure and I'm going to get better. It's about progress and not perfection. Yeah, that is so true. I agree with that completely. No, I like that progress, not perfection. You mentioned earlier on in the show that you were, I believe you said president of the Society of Engineers. Oh my gosh. It's been so long ago. I'm kind of dating myself here. But I found out through an acquaintance, through like a networking group, about this Society of Women Engineers, and there's no chapter in Sacramento. I went to Sacramento State, and there was no chapter. And I just felt like I'm the oldest of five. I'm a born leader, I feel. So I felt like, you know what, I'm going to raise my hand and step up and say, you know, I, I'm going to run for president. And I won. So, and I really loved that experience because I, I, I got to meet a whole bunch of women engineers that I didn't even know were there. Like I thought I was one of the few, right? Going to my classes, I only saw a few women. And there's actually more than I thought. And they really were craving that kind of organization. And we even like did a fundraiser to go to Washington, D.C. and all of that. So it, it was such a great experience to be in that leadership role at such a young age. And you're right, like somebody from a different country. Yeah, well, that's um, wonderful. And you talk about not only a confidence coach, but you said about a visibility coach. So Fred, does that mean if someone comes to you and says, Fred, I have this vision of Maybe I want to be an artist. Maybe I want to paint, but I just don't think that I can do it. I mean, do you help women overcome those fears to go ahead and try? I mean, is, is that what visibility means? Absolutely. Yeah. And visibility means just getting out there and being seen. So there's so many entrepreneurs who have the greatest ideas, right? The most amazing ideas, the best services, products, whatever it is, but something's stopping them. Either they don't have the confidence or they don't know the right strategies or tools to get themselves seen. There's so many channels to being visible. There's social media, there's networking, there's speaking, writing. So all these channels, all these marketing visibility channels, they're out there. And I help women really identify what channels will work for them because it's not going to be, you don't want to be in all visibility channels. It's just not, it's not possible. And you're not supposed to be on all of them. You're supposed to narrow it down to maybe to focus on two or three. So that's what I help them with is identifying that, assessing where they're at. And then from there, we work on like, you know, what content you should be creating, what you should focusing on, what you should be doing to become more visible. And I'm really big also, Marianne, on being authentic, not just putting yourself out there, but putting your authentic self out there. I'm really, really passionate about that. I agree. And I am too. And one of my favorite people in the whole world is J.K. Rowling. And I saw a quote that she said the other day, and it goes like this, anything's possible if you've got enough nerve. I believe that. I think that I left a very secure job of five years with a big three automaker, and I moved far, far away from my close Italian family, and it was a huge risk. But I think that the fact that I had that determination, that nerve, 
maybe, you know, has helped me in my life. And if somebody is really a shy person or insecure and, and comes to you, you know, and, and asks you to help them coach, to be their coach, how do you help people overcome that? What I like to do, I consider myself holistic. So I don't just teach strategy and tools. I also teach heavily on mindset. So yeah, so I combine all of that. I really feel like strengthening your mindset, working on your confidence. And confidence is a funny thing because you don't just go one day and say, okay, I'm 100% confident, I'm done. Nobody's 100% confident, first of all. And it's something that we continuously work on. We build our confidence through habits, through association, through reading books, developing our mindset. It's all of those combined. So yes, that is what I help women with. And actually, that's what my Confident Frontpreneur Club does is I give them the monthly coaching and we also have a community of women who lift you up. Because I think that's part of confidence. It's not just, you know, yeah, we should be self-confident and not looking necessarily for validation from others. But then on the other hand, we also could thrive from a community of women, you know, supporting us and lifting us up. So that's what my goal is with this community that I'm building. Well, that's wonderful. I think the other interesting thing here that I've noticed and that you can speak to, Freya, is that the digital world is so front and center now, and it's such even a bigger part of our world since the pandemic. But as we both know, the digital world, software world, in some cases kind of does lack the human element. Mm. And so if we really focus or try or use our mindset, as you call it, and I agree with you about that, it's so important to make sure we keep that human element in our lives, even though the digital world is such a big part of it. Don't you think we get a a richer quality of life if we do that? Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad you touched on that, Marianne, because some entrepreneurs might think that, okay, if I just post five times a day or I have this, you know, my Instagram figured out, if my social media is figured out, that's it. That's all I need to do. And while that's important, I'm a big believer on still connecting. I'm still those personal reach outs, those, that engagement that we do in our social media and really just having a conversation. I'm still old school in that way. I still really do promote that. So I believe that it's going to be a combination of both. You, you want to use digital. I mean, social media is like a blessing, right? It's practically free. It's a great platform, but I don't think we should just rely on just social media. I think we still should have those personal relationships, have those connections and really reach out to people, like you said in person and not just digitally. No, I agree. I agree. I do think though, what I'm seeing anyway is, you know, I've had a lot more job orders for programmers or computer network engineers. I think that a lot of companies are streamlining their processes and procedures in some ways as a profit savings measure. But I think that the digital world is only going to get bigger and it's here to stay. Do you agree with that or not? I have to agree that it's here to stay, but I'm still holding on to that fact that we still need some human interaction. For example, when it comes to me making a decision, if I want to purchase from a place, like if I'm a robot just messages me, right? Like I'm not likely to buy that thing. I would rather buy from somebody who I've had a conversation with, like a small business owner who's I really can stand behind. That's just me personally. That's going to be a tricky one, Marianne. It's here to stay, but I sure do hope that We still interact as humans, right? I agree. And I think one of the positives that I've experienced about the digital world is that during the pandemic, I'm a perennial student. I'm always taking a class from somebody at some point and someplace. And the beauty of the digital world and the Zoom and the internet is that I was able, Freya, to connect with, with people from all over the country, from Australia, from Italy, 
you know, because of the internet. So I learned a lot from these different people. So that sense of community, even though it was online, I couldn't reach out and touch them, but I could hear, you know, it was a writing class and I could hear their perspective on something and I learned from it. So in one way, the digital world or the, the Zoom has allowed us to connect on a more global level. And I think that's a positive about it. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Yes, I totally agree with that. I don't know how we could have survived the pandemic without Zoom or any of the other means that we've. And it's beautiful, too, because it's allowed us to connect even further than we have before. It allowed me to connect with you and you're you're states away, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me what this Chasing Happy Mondays community (laughs) is about. I mean, do you have something every Monday that people need to know about? Well, I do, but it's really the name has been my hashtag for the longest time and people have gotten to know me through that brand. So I decided to just stick with it. And it's more for, you know what, I think it applies to everyone, not just if you have a day job or not. The idea of Mondays being such, you know, a day that you're not necessarily looking forward to because you're not completely happy with what you love to do. I think that's really what's chasing the happy Mondays. I'm, you know, we're looking for, we're pursuing a Monday that we're jumping out of bed because we love what we do so much. That's really my idea of a happy Monday. And that's kind of where that's really the deep why that I have is to be able to do what I love every single day and just jump out of bed. Not don't even need an alarm clock because I'm so excited about what I do. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I mean, imagine the kind of world we'd have if we had all these people walking oh, around that are so happy about what they do. But anyway, yeah. Freya, if people want to get a hold of you and either hire you to be a coach or kind of uh, buy your buy the book, the anthology book, do you have a website or how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, I do have a website. It's just chasinghappymondays.com, just one word. And my Instagram is also at chasinghappymondays. So I'm, I'm really easy to find that way. And if you find me, and even on Facebook, just look for Chasing Happy Mondays or Frey Krishnan. I would love to connect over social media and have a chat with you. And I do have you know free workshops that I'm promoting all the time. And I'd be happy if you come check me out. Just sit in a class. It's a free workshop. It's just an hour, right? So just come and see if it's a good fit for you, if it's something that you need in your business or not. Then I have group programs too that I'm always teaching. So so yeah, thank you, Marianne, for that opportunity to You're share. You're welcome. You're welcome. And the other cool thing that you do that I'm so impressed with is that you are the leadership development manager for Women of the World Network. I mean, Al Ballard, I met many years ago. We're both in Toastmasters, and I adore that woman. Brilliant, but she has the heart of gold, and she she's doing so much to empower women. But as being the leadership development manager for Women of the World, or the acronym being WOW, what is that all about? Yeah, so Elle actually approached me about that position, and I'm so honored that she even thought of me, because the community is growing, and I've been there since the beginning. I was actually there in her very first meeting that she did in California, and she needed somebody to basically support our chapter leaders, right? We have chapters all over the United States, Hawaii. We have a chapter in Hawaii, we have a chapter in East Coast, Texas, and Washington, and California. Those are the main regions, and I basically support all the leaders. I train and onboard any new leaders that are coming in and just really anything I can do to help grow Women of the World Network is basically I'm helping Elle with. And it's been such a great, I love Elle as well. And I love working with her. I learn so much from her every time. And so that's why I decided to, you know, take this position and help the community grow. That's wonderful. Well, Freya, we're so happy that you took time away from all the busy things that you do and all the wonderful involvement that you have in so many associations to come on Career Can Do. But I wanted you on the show because 
you're a real testament and you're a real example of a woman that is so skilled in so many areas. But more importantly, she's taking all these wonderful qualities and attributes and skills and she's turning them into helping others. And I think that in the new work world, if we all have more of an attitude like that, I think we can only be more profitable. We can only be more nurturing. We can only be more happy because it's a win-win for everybody. So again, I want to thank Freya Krishnan for being on Career Can Do. Tell us one more time about the name of that website where they can get a hold of you. It is ChasingHappyMondays.com. And thank you so much, Marianne, for having me on, on your show. I'm really delighted and really honored to be here. Well, it's my pleasure. And again, my name is Marianne Fairmount. I'm the owner of Career Can Do. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. We thank you for tuning in to our Career Can Do podcast. We make no guarantees on results for your particular quest, but we hope you enjoy the information presented. Thank you.